Pontiac University. This is WQAQ 98.1 Hamden, bringing you the best music, sports, and news talk the New Haven County has to offer. WQAQ, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. Oh, I love that theme. That's a music, good theme. Man. That's a good theme song. It's a great theme music. Great theme song. And uh, what a movie that was, too. The new the newest James Bond, No yeah. Time to Die. Oh, oh man. It was great. Jacob, was great. you missed a you missed a, a thrilling motion picture. Not my fault the movie started at 10 o'clock. <laughs> you guys maybe can't hear him, but Jacob Resnick's in the booth right now. We invited him to go watch uh, the latest new James Bond movie on Saturday night, but the man said ten, he ten was start. What, what was his excuse? He didn't exactly give us one. Oh no! Oh, no. Jeez, Louise! Oh. All right, I have to turn up <laughs> an extra mic. Get on the mic listen, today. listen, I got called out. All right. Okay. It was a, what was it? A ten ten movie. Yep. I checked the running time online. It said two two hours and forty seven minutes. That's a long Did the time. quick math. I was, was like, okay, movie. this is gonna get. We're gonna get out after one o'clock. Um. Which we and, did. Which we did. <laughs> yeah, very and, then, and then when we talked the next day, you told me that you sat through 30 minutes of uh, previews before the movie started. Therefore, you got out after 1.30 or... Yeah, you know, I was coming like, off my work shift, and I thought I was going to be late, and I yeah. still watched like 15 minutes of uh, trailers, <laughs> and I got it. Listen, listen. It's a, a terrific series. I'm, we're not going to spoil it for anybody, but if anyone wants to go out there and have their mind blown away... If you haven't been to the theaters in a long time, COVID-related, non-COVID-related, go watch the new James Bond movie. Yeah, it's a movie to see. It, it may be a two-hour and 47-minute movie, but yeah. it feels more like an hour and 30-minute And it'll, movie. it'll make you feel all the emotions. Oh, yeah. Great yeah. thing. If you're a Bond fan, you know, you love Daniel Craig. Yep. Uh, if you love Remy Malek as well, played did a great job as the villain as in that the villain, movie yep. as well. Um, yeah, you'll love every second of it for sure. Have you seen any of the Bond movies? I've seen a couple of the ones, uh, but not the most recent one, but I've heard it's really good. So that's definitely on the list. It is. And because, like, the whole tradition with James Bond is that, you know, they, the, the, the actor who plays Bond does, like, a handful of films and then they pass it on to the next guy. But it feels as if the situation is right now, as it is with, with the new James Bond coming in, that there is not a lot to work with there, storytelling wise, because of the events that happened in No Time to Die. Yeah. And again, if that makes any sense. We're not trying to spoil. Don't try to spoil too much, but you know. Yeah, we'll it's we'll see. Great movie. We'll see. I know Mackenzie <laughs> wants to see it at some yeah, point. Yeah, so. definitely on the bucket list. So <laughs> what are what are like since COVID? Have you seen any other good movies? No, everything's been on Netflix, you know. And Disney true. Plus came out. That's hard not to watch mm, all of them. You know? That's true. I was on the Disney Plus wave. Kim yeah. Possible was my jam yeah. for a while. <laughs> Kim Possible was my Kim jam. Kim Possible. I re- I did the new iCarly. Okay. That's a move. over uh, uh, yeah over when they did the Paramount Plus release. Oh right, the new new iCarly. What do they have uh, in New York? Any good plays? Any do you, plays? do you do plays or movies? Broadway. Yeah, Broadway I'm, man. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Broadway dude outside of Hamilton. That was that was my thing. I saw it a couple times. Mm. Lowe's um, trying to get me to finish Hamilton right now. It's yeah. Not going too well. Uh, you just gotta knock it out. It's, it's so long. There's it's not like James Bond. It dude. is two it's not like two James hour Bond. movies, dude. It is two hours intermission and then another two hours. It's worth it. It is worth and it. Ham- it. Listen, I'm down with the history and the the storytelling behind it. So hey, you know what? Uh, we got a lot to get to this evening. We've got some special guests we got to get to as well. So I think we should just start the show. Should we start the show? Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. You're listening to the Mac and Main Show. Off the face, off the Capitals have won it. The capital of the country is the capital of the 
on 98.1 WQAQ. Driving forward. He's diving to the goal line. He's going to The soundtrack of Quinnipiac. Is this the dagger? You are tuned in to 98.1 WQAQ, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. Jack Main, Eric Kerr checking into the booth for yet another episode of the number one hit show on 98.1 WQAQ. This is the Mac and Main show. Dude, can I just say something real quick? Yeah, I'm ready. Can you believe that it's been, or it's going to be, at this point, two more weeks until we're on Thanksgiving break? No way. Dude, I was talking about this with someone today in, uh, in Q30 News, and I was like, dang, this has flown by. Like, can't believe it. Yeah, it really has. It has flown by. I I, just, I feel like I got on campus like yesterday, and <laughs> you know we're we're just you know now all of a sudden I'm like oh, my as grade, they say my in the blink suck. of an eye, it all goes by. You know? It does. It does. And also joining us in the booth, the women's basketball 2020-2021 MAC Player of the Year guard. Mackenzie Deweese. Hello, everybody. Woo. We're super excited <laughs> to have you in the in the studio for us. Your season is kicking off this week. Basketball, college literally basketball tomorrow. is back literally tomorrow. <laughs> yes, sir. The game at Fordham. Well, all of a sudden, before, Jacob wants to kick. Back just, just before before we hop it, can I be the one to mention this? Obviously, this show is called the Mac and Main Show because Steve McAvoy oh. and Jack Main hosted it for. Oh, he told me about this two earlier. Years, you got it. Um, and obviously, Eric Kerr came on the show, but you kept the Mac and Main name. But it's kind of felt like something's missing there. You know, Mac and Main, but who's who's the Mac? The return of the Mac. The return of the uh, Mac. Oh, I see that. I see that. that. So my old co-host's name was Stephen McAvoy. He graduated, Mac. and now here we go. Mac and Maine is back, baby. Back, Let's baby. go. Yeah. That's so funny. You know what's ironic about all of this? What's that? Is that Steve McAvoy is not listening tonight. He's not. He's watching Enchanted or something like that with his sister. Boo. Yikes. Whatever. The, creator, the co- <laughs> co-creator of the short show couldn't even tune in. But it's super great to have you in the booth. We're super excited for what you guys uh, could potentially accomplish. ESPN unanimously picked you guys to win the Mac this year. That's a lot of pressure. And uh, coming off a Mac Player of the Year season that you are having, we imagine that the pressure is also being felt on, a, on an individual level. We're going to get into all that and more. But, I mean, Eric Kerr, the women's basketball beat reporter for, what, three years? Two years. Two years at Q30 Sports. So you've been watching DeWeese for ever since we stepped stepped on campus, bro. Like, this is it, bro. This might be the biggest athlete in-studio interview we've ever done. I believe so. I feel honored. I really (laughs) do. Oh, well, we we honor that you are here with us today. So so just to start off then, you know, you you do come off such such a great season. How do you follow it up? Do you feel like you've reached the top? Is there still more to come? Like, how do you continue to push forward once you've already accomplished that big goal of winning Mac Player of the Year? Well, you know what? Mac Player of the Year isn't everything, you know? Uh, going back to the NCAA tournament is always the goal. There's always more to accomplish. Uh, I want to go back. We went my freshman year. And I think there's a different role that I have. You know, I played, I think, like 10 minutes a game my freshman year. And now I've become more of a contributor and uh, more of a go-to on the floor. And this is the opportunity of a lifetime to go to the NCAA tournament, and why not go back again? Yeah, I do want to add to that, too. You know, you were just a couple games away from potentially going back last year. I was in Atlantic City with you last year. And, you know, it didn't go as well as you would have liked. You lost to Ryder in the first round. Uh, Obviously, there was a lot of sting there. I captured that emotion. But, you know, what still lingers from last year, if anything, that could be used as a motivator to try to get back there? 
Yeah, definitely the loss against Ryder. Um, that's obviously something that sticks with me. I know I didn't play too hot in the Ryder game, and I, it's you know when people come talk to me about it, it's like, oh, like you played so great in the season, and you know you never had a bad game. And players are gonna have bad games, and people got to step up. You know that's why it's a team. There's no I, you know. So I think in those scenarios we really kind of crumbled as a team, and that was our downfall. Um, and now that we're returning literally everybody on our starting roster, um, and now we have the depth. I mean, we really are the team to beat in the MAC. But I know you keep talking about the number one, but you know, number one preseason doesn't mean anything yet. It's all about March, baby. <laughs> I, you guys I were agree. picked to finish second last year. Ended yeah. up doing that, and then getting bounced in the first round by yeah. Ryder. What is? Was there something missing from the team last year, or was it just that one day you guys just kind of froze up, didn't have what it take what it took to get a playoff victory? Yeah, I think you know we played a lot of those back to back games, and we would come out and win the first game by twenty points, and the second game we'd um, lose. And that doesn't really happen in basketball, you know, that you're supposed to win the next game. You're supposed to, if you win, beat the team by 20, you're supposed to do that again. And uh, I think for us, we didn't do so hot in the expectation wise when we hit Ryder into the first game. And I think it's a humbling moment. I mean, it can only really go up for us from that point on. And a lot of us haven't felt that, you know, Quinnipiac has been expected to win the MAC tournament for many, many years prior to my being here. Um, so I think for us, it's a humbling moment. And it puts us in a place where we're hungry again, you know, and I think that this is our time. Yeah, I mean, obviously you mentioned that the whole starting crew is coming back. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, you know, everyone has to go through some sort of improvement. Mm -hmm. So, you know, outside of just really working on improving your own game, who else has really made that huge step up from last year to this year? Yeah, um, talking about Rose Caverly, I think that she's really upped her defensive game. I think last year we were really... Um, coming up short in the defensive end, and I think that's where our struggles really came from. So I think she has really stepped up on the defensive end, and we've added in addition Kenzie Helms, who's a transfer from Nebraska, and she's been really great at the point guard position for us. So I think she adds a different dynamic in that aspect and is really going to help our game out. You just talked about, what, including yourself, you just mentioned three guards, not to mention uh, free Haywood that you guys have kind of trickling around on the bench as Don't well. about Sajeda, man. And Sajeda Bonner She's a sharp as well. shooter. And also, you know, you got Rose, who the new Rose who just came in, and uh, and the two girls that you Brayden, brought in yeah. last year uh, as first years. That's a lot of guards, yeah. right? Do you <laughs> is what kind of competition do you guys have to try to see? You know, who's going to be one of the three that starts in those spots? Um, well, Quinnipiac does a lot of five in five out. We were kind of known for the gold rush, so yeah, I, I really think that we can utilize our girls by doing the five in five out. And we just, we each bring something different to the table. We each have a skill, um, something that we can hone in on. And I think that we can utilize that to our advantage. Yeah, what? focusing a little bit on Mackenzie Helms, obviously comes in as a transfer from Nebraska. I looked at her stats from East Haven when she was in high school and she was a, a bucket getter. Yeah. So how much have you seen that, you know, for her coming into practices? How much of those buckets do you see her get? You know, what kind of ways does she get her, get her points? Absolutely. Well, Helms is such a great basketball player. And not only does she score, she really is a playmaker. She makes things happen. She sees the floor well, and she is quick. So that really helps us on the offensive end and transition. So Helms really sees the floor well, and she makes things happen on the court. And she gets people the ball, and that's how we score. Um, in practice, she's just so versatile on that end. Uh, I really think she's going to help the speed of our game. Yeah, and, and you know, Obviously, Rose was the point guard last year. You handled a little bit of the ball handling duties. But, you know, you mentioned to me, she's a good ball handler, involved in getting other people involved. How much of time are we going to see her, you know, being the main ball handler, you know, or is it going to be kind of more of a mix? You know, what's kind of the style there? Yeah, um, 
you know, right now uh, we've been playing three guards in the court with Helms, Rose, and me as the three guards. And uh, as you just said, we've all played the point guard position. So honestly, whoever gets the rebound, we're going. There's no stopping us then. And we're so fast coming out of the break. Um, I think you'll see all three of us bring the ball up. As for set plays, Helms will be the majority of bringing the ball up, and then Rose will also take over when Helms is out. And I think you'll also see Raven Dub- Douglas come in. She's a freshman. She's doing well, and I think she has the potential to be a great guard here. Yeah. You mentioned Raven Douglas. Just talk about the this first-year squad in general, you know, outside of the transfer, how they've been coming, adjusting to uh, Trisha's, Trisha's uh mentality, team's yeah, mentality, yeah. all that stuff. They're, they're a great group of girls. Um, we definitely had a great recruiting class come in. They are eager to learn. I think that's the number one thing coming into Quinnipiac is you got to be able to learn. You have to learn not only the plays, but we have our rules and our sets. So they've been really just eager to learn and to be on the court and to get reps. So I think that you're going to see them develop so quickly and our depth is just going to continue to 16, which is what we have right now. 16 as that's in... That's a big... Big roster. Big okay, roster. So that's, yep. what, is, what is NBA roster? Are they 14? 15? About, yeah. 15. 15. So, yeah. okay. You guys could technically run with uh run with like a like a three rotation. We could. We do in practice. We do. We do it in practice. I think you see us more of doing five in, five out, and then subs in throughout the five in, five out, um, just as what has been throughout practice. But we have such good players, like 16 really good players, that we really push each other in practice, and that's why we're getting so much better each day. Do you feel like you play better with one group over another? Um, not necessarily. I, I think that we all work well together. Um, I think that, you know, the the five that you'll see on the court um, start maybe in the game is uh, who's played well together the most, and the next five are going to be more the younger um, players, less experienced players come in. But I think that that's all right. I was one of those kids when I came in my freshman year. I was the less experienced, but I learned from those great players like Jen Fay, Edel Thornton. You know, like I had to learn and it wasn't my time my freshman year where, you know, I had to make the last second shot or anything like that. And that's okay. That's part of the Quinnipiac way. You got to learn your role and what to do. And I think that you'll see these freshmen just develop so quickly that they will just become like a very important parts of this program. So then let's move on a, on a, on a linear timeline here. So if we get, you know, Mac DeWeese, you know, first year coming in, this program has been to, as you mentioned, countless NCAA tournaments, Mac champions, undefeated seasons, do you feel like that pressure was put on you once that big class of 2019 graduated, the Jen Fays, the Brit, uh, Brit, uh, Brittany Martins, the mm-hmm. Aaron McClure's, once they graduated, was there this big drop that you felt that you had to carry on? No, I didn't really feel a weight um, or really a pressure. It's more of an expectation that, you know, you can't, you came to Quinnipiac to win. That's the expectation. Um, and, that's something I've felt more than any pressure, I would have to say. It's just more of taking those reins and stepping up and being that player to make things happen. Yeah, I mean, just another player I want to talk about on this current year roster. We didn't get a chance to talk about Michaela Morris. She mm-hmm. was also big to MAC Defensive Player of the Year award on her last year. Uh, what do we expect to see from her? More defense, more offense, a little bit of everything? Yeah, you know what? I, I think Mick is just a mix of both. You know, I think we play really well together. Um, we've always have since she came in. And I, I think that she just provides a great defensive presence. She gets so many blocks. Um, and honestly, her offensive game, she draws so many defenders that it makes it so much easier for us to cut and slice out of it. And she really, I mean, she's an absolute 
baller. I, there's no other word to describe her. So um, her and I are really close, and I, I, I really think that helps our chemistry on the court, which, as you see, of how many times Michaela Morris assists me, it's yeah uncountable at that point. <laughs> yeah, hey, do you know who else is also a baller too? Nicole Jokic. I was going to say you, but... No, <laughs> no shots. No oh, man. Don't no flatter way. me like that. Oh, Jeez. my God. That's hey, another topic things, for another one day. One of these days, I won a three-point contest with uh, with you or someone. You that's, know what? That's, well, foreshadowing later in the show, we may have a little uh, We may have a little situation where we can start to determine who the better okay. basketball player okay. is. Oh, I heard this. Right okay. Um, okay. But wait, wait, hold up. But the reason why I brought up Nikola Jokic's name was because... I asked uh, Michaela, you know, a random question on Instagram one day. I was like, who do you compare yourself to? Yeah. And that's who she said because, you know, she models her game after him because not only does he good at scoring down low, but he can also can shoot the three ball and make the pass off to an open player like yourself. Yeah. So yeah. how much of Jokic's game do you see in her? I mean, Mick just does it all. You know, I, I, she shoots the ball so well. She plays defense so well. And that's what we need. You know, she does it on both ends. And that's so important because if you're a one-way player— you're not supposed to be a Quinnipiac. We don't want one pl one way players. We Ooh. want both, and that's something Coach would tell you right here, right now. Is that why uh, we're hearing Rose Caverly might be uh, contending for that Defensive Player of the Year title? <laughs> yeah, she wants that two way. No more one way. You got to get that two way. Hey, listen, <laughs> that spot up three needs a little defense on the <laughs> other end to take it back. <laughs> you know what? Rose had a, such a difficult role, I think, last year because we really we it was her and I, and I and I played mostly the three. So Rose pretty much played the one the entire game. The entire game. Yeah. So and and that's a lot of that's a lot of ball pressure. That's a lot of handling the ball. That's a lot of decision making. So for her, um, she really I think she's a great defender. But I think that she even just grew so much more on the defensive end, uh, and it's really going to provide for us. So don't count her out. Don't yeah. count her out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, but staying on the topic of defensive players and going back to uh, Michaela Morris. What a, what a change, you know, she went through freshman year to sophomore year, yeah. you know, she, she obviously went, you know, had the body changes that, you know, allowed her to become a little bit more versatile on the mm -hmm. court. You know, I want to, I want you to see like, or tell us, you know, what was the biggest difference you saw from first year Michaela to what we saw last year, defensive player of the year, Michaela? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, she got hurt her freshman year um, and she was out a couple of times and she didn't even get a chance to play in our Maryland game. And I really think after the season, she just took a, a look at herself just mentally, physically, spiritually, and was just like, I need to make a change. And as an athlete, we kind of go through that after a freshman year of like, okay, how, how did I do? When I, take an, uh, when I assess myself after this year, what do I need to make myself better? And she really did. She changed her, not only her body, but I think she changed more of her uh, mindset and how she approaches not only game, but herself. And I really think that's to her benefit, as you can see of last year. Hey, you know what? It, it does a lot for you, you know. You know, going through whatever, putting your mindset to whatever it is you're trying to you're trying to accomplish. It does whatever yes. it is, you know. You yeah. got to go 100 percent all in, and I feel like we saw that last year from her, especially. You know, she comes back, she looks great. Mm -hmm. um, she got the MAC rookie block record, but that wasn't enough. You know, <laughs> transforms her body and becomes a defensive player of the year, and yep. and I would call her a dark horse to take your title. So. Go oh. out there and, and defend it wisely, though. You know, it's so funny because everybody's talking about the Mac Mac uh, Player of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. But if you ask Mick and I, we just want to win a Mac championship. It don't matter about the individual awards. You yeah, I will take a ring any second of the day than over the Mac title. Um, I'm sorry, the Mac uh, Player of the Year title. And it's uh, you know, I respect the coaches for selecting me, and I'm I'm proud of like my work. And what I put into, you know, really grown as a player since my freshman year. 
But at the end of the day, like I said earlier, you come to Quinnipiac to win and you come to win a ring. And that's what we all want out of this. So yeah. at, at the end of the day, the title, you know, the title only sticks for one year, right? Yep. One year. Yep. Um, but starting tomorrow, we're on the we're on the hunt for another ring. Yeah, that actually is a great segue to my 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 next last question. Unless you have any more, Jack. Well, I think uh, Jacob Jacob's oh, got something. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go on in, no, go on I, don't, in. I don't want to hijack the conversation. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously we've been talking a lot about the team and, and other players, and and I know you like to deflect from yourself to you know winning winning the rings. But I do want to ask you a couple questions, or just, yeah, just go one ahead. big question about about yourself. And obviously, you know, uh, everyone talks about your scoring and your on ball defense, getting to the rim, all that. Um, but the one big area that that uh, I love about your game is your rebounding. Uh, especially, you know, we were just talking about your size uh, r- relative <laughs> to, to everyone else on the court at uh, yeah. listed at five nine, and uh, a lot of times, you know, you're you're going up there for rebounds with with players who are you know six two, six three, five nine um, appearing, oh, five nine appearing, five four, and putting up really crazy raw rebounding numbers. Um, but one thing that I really am interested in and pay attention to is. Uh, the team rebounding numbers when certain players are on the court versus off the court. And there are a lot of players who put up big rebound numbers, but the team rebound numbers don't really change depending whether they're on or off. Your team rebounding numbers go way up when you're on the court versus when you're off the court. And I think a lot of that has to do with not just grabbing the rebounds, but stuff like, you know, the small things like boxing out, uh, positioning. Maybe you're not the one grabbing the rebounds, but you're putting your teammates in a position to grab rebounds. Um, What's your mentality? Shot goes up. Um, what's your mentality and uh, I guess the hunger that goes into to grabbing rebounds for you? Well, first of all, I appreciate all this kind of what they said about me. I uh, uh, spoke very highly um, about me and I appreciate that. Um, you know, when the ball goes up, I'm hunting for the ball. I, I want nothing more than to make those scrappy plays. And often it's not in the stat book. And that's what I love about just watching, you know, college basketball in general. You always have that one kid, right? That one kid that's always diving on the floor. The one kid that's jumping in the bleachers. The one kid that's, you know, you know, getting the 50-50 balls. And I love to say I'm like that kid that's making those scrappy plays. And, uh, you know, when the ball goes up, I'm, oh, I'm always just like tracking it. And, you know, I'm so small. Right, Jack? So I I said, relatively speaking, man, she could cook my ass any day on the court. (laughs) So I'd like to say that it's honestly an advantage because many people don't assume that I go in to get a rebound. They assume I'm going to run back on defense like, you know, every other guard in America, right? They always run back and we assume that the bigs are going to get the rebound. So um, I I see it as an opportunity to run in there, sneak in and grab a ball right from a big. So. Uh, I love it. That's like yeah. one of my favorite parts in defense. You gotta love defense too. Where so. where does that mentality come from? Because I you know I feel yeah. like maybe some people have it naturally or it develops over time. Uh, where did, yeah, yeah, where does that come from? You know, I'd have to say it really comes from like back home and uh, playing basketball with my brothers, and it really starts from then. And I have really like tough, gritty parents that you know expect a lot about lot out of us, but have been through you know tough times and adversity. And I really feel like going through those moments with them and playing basketball with my brothers and you know just getting to be like that with them has really transitioned into my game. I just want nothing more to win. And the grit is really built up from when you're younger. And then, uh, you know, you have to have that it factor when you come to college. What part of your game do you value more, the defense or the offense? I'd say the defense. Um, you know, everybody always says the defense wins championships. Um, but defense leads to offense. I mean, that's where a lot of our points come from is those transition steals. Uh and just being able to defend and, and uh, lock up the other team. 55 steals last year. <laughs> career high. Uh, you also averaged 12.5. Also a career high. I want to talk about, though, not the defense, 
But <laughs> where the hell did this three-point shot come from? I mean, we, we're talking your first two years here. And I'm pulling these right off yeah, of your athletics page. It's terrible. We're going through, yeah, we, we were shooting like under 20%. Yeah. All of a sudden last year, we get it all the way up to 36%. Yeah. yeah. Which that was up there with the team leaders. I believe that was number two only to Rose, wasn't it? So, like, how, like, what was the off season from last year or from sophomore season into junior season where you just decided to explode from deep? You know what that is? That's confidence. It really is. It's confidence. And uh, I think my freshman, sophomore year, I was so hesitant and so hesitant to shoot. And, and that reflected in my um, percentages, I think, in both areas of field goal and, and three-point. And I think that just having the mentality of after sophomore year, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I can play a significant role in this team. And what am I doing? Shoot the ball with confidence. You know, and it's not just me that's telling me that. It's, you know, my family, my coaches and stuff like that. And I don't know, something just clicked. And see, I never was like that in high school. It was far away. And I mean, I shot like 40%, I think, my senior year in high school. So I think it was just confidence, being more confident around the ball. And I think that reflected in obviously all the numbers. So, Without revealing any of the, the deep Quinnipiac women's basketball secrets, just what is a one-on-one conversation with Trish Radbury like? and Yeah, you know, Coach and I, we have a really good relationship. Um, she's really tough on me. I mean, I am I would have to say, like, I'm definitely one of the people that gets yelled at every single day, <laughs> all the time. If something goes wrong, it's my fault. And you know what? That's okay. If you're not getting yelled at, you're not turning heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what? If you're not getting yelled at, then they're not looking at you, and they're not, they, you know, you're not being paid attention as much. So... I, you know, Coach and I have a really great relationship, and she's able to come at me when I'm not playing well. And she also takes the time to, you know, not only congratulate me, I'm trying to find the word for that, but she also tells me a good job, you know. And she will, I'm trying to explain this to you, you know, like it's she's tough. She's rough on you because she loves you. <laughs> yeah, it's, there you yeah, go. Yeah. She's like, she's like a mom. Tough she's like love. a mom. There you go. She's like a mom. It really is tough love. She wants the best. She wants to win. And you know what? When off the court, she really does take care of us like a mom and on the court as well. But on the court, she is so intense and loves the game and so competitive. And that's awesome. You know, some people shy away from that. Some people are scared. Like, you know, they get emotional and like, oh, she's yelling at me. No, I'm always like, I love it. I'm like, go ahead. Hit me with what you got, coach. What did I screw up on now? You know, I take a criticism and you got to reapply it. I mean, if she's coaching you, you got to be coachable. Yeah, I, I I love the tough coaches. I love the crazy I coaches do. Yeah. too. I had some really tough track coaches in high school and I hated them. Like in like at practice, I was like, oh, you're yes. making me run yeah. wind sprints right now. And I'm just trying to go, you know, have a <laughs> fat burger and some fries. But <laughs> I know that, like, those, those are the people that whip you into shape. Yeah. Right. So. I it totally, is. you it totally is. see that. And she, she talks a lot of basketball though, but she also talks about like, you know, we can talk on a personal level, like about mm-hmm. what's going on in my life, about classes, stuff like that. We were talking about that the other day and I just respect coach the fullest. Do you know how much she communicates with the other coaches on campus? I know that might be a question for her, but yeah, I feel, I mean, I think coach is very active in everything that's going on campus. She's always, I see her all the time here. I want to make that clear. Yeah, like, she's I always see coach showing all kids around the time. I've seen her a couple times for my work shift. So I'm like, she's what's up, Trish? She's yeah. over in the she uh, loves Center, Beth. Yeah. And you know what? She knows like everybody's names. She loves Quinnipiac. Um, she just embodies the Quinnipiac Bobcat. I mean, literally, she is Quinnipiac. She could be Boomer. She is. She really is. <laughs> Let's get her she in the costume. Why not? She is Quinnipiac. <laughs> 
and she is known by everybody on campus, but I think she really takes the effort to get to know other people on campus as well, including the people that work in the cafeteria, the janitors, the other coaches. I mean, that is just, I mean, that's great. That's great for our community. That's great for just getting to know everybody. I would love to see a conversation with Trish and Java John. I feel like that'd be oh, the funniest thing in the world. Java John is my so spirit funny. animal. That is so funny. Trish Fabry is consistently the most emotionally driven coach yes. in the MAC. You yes. always see her on the sideline hopping up and down. It doesn't matter if she's wearing two three inch heels, man. She is out there looking to make somebody pay for whatever she doesn't agree with. Is she, when oh she's doing God. that, is she yelling at the refs? Is she yelling at uh, you? You know what? Is it's she... both. It's both. And I love it, though, because it's just so funny. Because, you know, you, you by now I know exactly what Coach is going to say or what she's going to, you know, what she's going to say to the refs. And it's so funny now. Like, I know, like, we have certain refs or we know the names of the refs now because we've heard Coach, you know, say, come on, Kathy. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so, but she, you know, it's all hard, though. Like, she really is. I respect her. She really is the coach. Like, he is the goat of all coaches. How, I really have to say that. How much? How much NFL do you watch? Uh, you can be on enough. Honest. <laughs> okay, so you know how like when sometimes the color commentator will like dub over a conversation that's obviously heated, and they'll they'll make it all cute, and they'll be like, you know, oh, yeah. he's just telling him good job, and he's really screaming. Like, yes. What? Like, I want to hear like Trish is fired up after a whistle blows because one of her players got smacked on the head. What is the what is the TV-friendly version of what she's saying? To the refs or to us? I tell anything. What is she yelling? <laughs> I don't know if I'm qualified to say any of this. We got the dump button ready. Dump button. Just, just like any anything else, I think that, you know, what coaches have to say when they're fired up. But I know a lot of it is like, what are you doing? And a lot of times you're like, I don't even know. Like, I look at, like, Rose, I'm like, oh, God, I don't know, I don't know. But she, like... She is she screams at us all the time, and it's and it's not even all the time because she really does compliment us off you know like right after good plays and stuff like that. So I don't want to make it seem like she's always yelling because she's not. She, she just compliment looks passionate. Yeah, she's passionate. Yeah. That is an excellent word. Yeah, and coach. press conference is the same way too, right? She always you know if she credits you guys when you do well, and yeah. then you know she she'll say some things maybe not, but yeah, she's, she's passionate real. and realistic about stuff. You know, she's real about I see everything. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she seems like she'd be the kind of person that's really connected to nature. I don't nature? know. I don't know why. I just feel like, like I, just, I can nature. totally see she her. She does walk every morning. She walks okay. miles every morning. Yeah. I, I totally see her being the kind of person who's like, when you guys are in the locker room getting ready for a big game, she's just like, let's everyone just like take a deep breath and focus. And then 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 you guys go smack whoever you're playing in the teeth. So are they doing some meditating type stuff before hey they man, go? No. That's what fighters do. <laughs> <laughs> who's to say? Who's to say? Well, Mackenzie just confirmed they don't. So <laughs> we don't meditate. We don't meditate. That's funny though. That's she, so funny. Is she listening right now? Who, coach? Yeah. I don't know if she's listening or not. I didn't get a chance to say anything because it was so last minute. No hey, offense. Listen to oh, Twitter. Like, yeah, well, it's fair. Yeah, it's fair. This, yeah. got yeah. Some, this got some traction on Twitter. I'm yeah, wondering. Actually, she might be watching this. Hey, Coach. Well, I, I, will say, I will say Trish Fabry leads all Quinnipiac coaches in interaction with student, uh, media. student media on Twitter. Oh, she, she loves is, you guys. She's the best. Yeah. Which, like, coming from her, like, we look at her as, like, she is Miss Quinnipiac. Yeah. And, Great words. You know, yeah. and is... You no, know, it's not Judy. It's, it's Trish no, Fabry. No, it's Trish Fabry. <laughs> Recog recognize my president, Trish Fabry. Yeah. Um, yes! You know, Let's go. my president. Confirm from our sports director. Um, there you go. No, and it, so it's just, like, you know, every time... Because we work really hard on, on what we do to, yes. to cover you guys and um, to see... 
you know, obviously, you know, some of you players retweet stuff and, and like it, and but to see the coach of the team recognize yep. it and, yeah. and appreciate yeah. it means a lot. You know, Con- she loves you guys though. Like she really, she respects what you guys have to do just as much as you respect for what she has to do. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's like Kyle Robinson of the of the volleyball team. Mm-hmm. He's he's very he's very interactive with us. We had Kyle on the show earlier this semester. Awesome. Yeah, and it was just the same way. He's like, yeah, we love what you're doing. We respect what you're doing. We respect what Kyle does, and we yeah. respect what Trish does and what you do yeah. sitting down and being able to, to talk to us. Yeah. And, and Kyle's not the guy to do, do it on social media, but like in person, like if you get to know him, like he really yeah. wants to have a mm-hmm. conversation, sit down with you, get to know you as a person. Uh, and you guys saw this yesterday already. We talked about it, but uh, I was, I got a volleyball and a t-shirt from him for covering him for, for three years. So, you know, yeah. kudos to him for being such an awesome coach, but we got a great leadership and it was able to work out. How so. much of the team do you think is listening? Do they I listen? would say good, uh, certainly Cat Almeida. Cat, what's poppin' Cat? we'll get you on the broadcast Certainly Cat Almeida. I met Cat's parents. <laughs> They're awesome. On parents weekend, they were so nice. They're so, I actually went home one weekend uh, with Cat. She took me home to her place, and it was so much fun. Such a great family. Um, yeah. Such a great atmosphere. Cool people. Yeah. Nice. They are, they are great people. Hey, listen, we're going to take a short break. We're, everyone's going to stay right here. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk more about uh, Deweese, obviously, but then we got to get into a little bit of the uh, National Football League because the slate is heating up as we are over halfway through the season at this point. Yeah. Wouldn't you say so? All right, stick with us. we got more on the other side. You're listening to 98.1 WQAQ. Welcome back. It's 98.1 WQAQ, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac, the Mac and Main show, that is. My name is Eric Kerr, alongside my man Jack Main in the booth. Of course, we got our special guest star, the Mac Player of the Year, Mackenzie DeWeese, joining us for today's show. So we got through the halfway part. We were talking a lot about some team stuff. But Jack, I know you have a couple few more questions that you're interested well, well, in all asking. Of a sudden, all of a sudden, we're in the break, and we get the biggest nugget of all time, that Trish Fabry is an excellent host. Yeah. Yes. And that she loves to cook. What's her best dish? Assuming, you know, Trish, hey, if you're listening right here, you know, maybe turn (laughs) that radio up. Make sure. uh, (laughs) She makes an awesome, like a really good, like onion dip. And we all just chow down. And that's like, honestly, like she has to make a huge thing of it because we just, that's the first thing that we really eat on. Like (laughs) we crush it. Is there like a specific team meal that you guys do before a game? I mean, like team dinners, I guess, right? You yeah, we kind of do stuff like team meals, but I think like more like hint, like we go to coaches a lot um, regarding like holidays and stuff like that because you know like we don't really get we don't get spring break, we don't get like we only get a couple days of Christmas, we usually don't get Thanksgiving stuff like that. So she hosts us for everything. We'll have like Halloween stuff going on. We'll carve pumpkins. Like nice. she's an awesome host when it comes. That's so fun. We love going to coaches. Yeah, that's cool. I uh, I know we also wanted to ask you another question, too. We were thinking of a song to come back to. Obviously, we chose Return to the Mac because it makes sense. Uh, but we also wanted to ask you, you know, pre-game, pump-up music. Oh, what's God. the song that you walk out to? <laughs> I guess you'll never first. guess what Seth Pickney's is, by the way. What'd you say? Like, you'll never guess what Seth hey, Pickney's is. is. 
Well, you say yours first, then we'll go. Well, you're not gonna first. like my. I'm just gonna. I, well, first, no judge zone. I am. I love all types of music. I want to first say that I'm a huge Luke Combs fan. I'm a huge country girl. Like I love country. So, Jack, what did we just say, dude? I, no there's judgment. No judgment. You're right. I'm getting judged. No. Okay. I'll meet <laughs> my, my song. Me. My song that I would come out to. It wouldn't be Luke Holmes. Um, one of his songs. It would actually be Chicken Fried by Zach Brown Band. Nice. I would walk that's out to that. That's a good one. That's a great song. That's a good one. Yeah. Super. Super big country girl. Love it. So Pickney's song that he that he listens to before a game. Friday by Rebecca Black. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dude, he missed out, bro. We had Rebecca Black here at yeah, Quinnipiac. No, he decided uh, to go dip his toes in the Florida sand instead. But, yeah. you know, what is, you know, you don't have to you don't have to start a war or anything like that. Who's your best friend on the team? My best friend? On the team, yeah. Ooh, Jillian Casey. And I'd say Jillian Casey and Cal Almeida are really close. I'm really close with Um Jillian Casey is a bucket from the three. I don't know if you've seen her shoot a three ball, but she can, I've seen she it. can nail it. You didn't get a ton of them last year, though. And obviously Kitty. Yep. Yep. Cat yep. can light it up from three. She can. We she do, can. Stretch we, five. We're, st- <laughs> we're, we're still six, waiting. Six, four, stretch five. Yeah. <laughs> we're still waiting for uh, for a full, healthy season from, from Cat. Yeah. Uh, obviously, she's returning from the thyroid cancer. It, how has she been progressing? She's been doing great. I really see a change in her game um, now that she's been really healthy. Uh, I still think she's fighting through some things. Um, that's more of like what she has to say, you know, in, in the medical aspect. Um, but that's to to be suspected uh, from coming. I mean, sorry, that's to be expected coming from um, thyroid cancer. I mean, the fact that she has come back is just amazing. I mean, anybody that has cancer, um, that to come back from that and to be a Division One athlete yeah. and to pack on the course load that we have. I mean, she. That's just that, that's an amazing person right there. Yeah, I remember. When I interviewed her last last winter, I, I sh- we were told you know she could she she could dress for the Fairfield series. Yeah, and then she played. Yeah, got a huge block on uh, uh, Lopez Senecal, I believe. Yes, and and, uh, and that was that was her big triumphant return. Yes, we didn't see a ton of her to rem- for the rest of the year. Are we going to see a big role from her this year? Is she going to be one two with uh, with Morris down there? You know, I think Kat will come in and she'll definitely knock down that three ball. And I think she's a presence on the lane. I mean, her height and all, she's making blocks and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think Kat just in general is an inspiration on this team because of exactly what she went through and fighting through adversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She came in as the tallest player in the MAC, I believe, as well. Yeah. Is she, she still, still the, tallest? the tallest player? I want to say she is. Uh, I still think she is. Mackenzie, the weakest. I'm the shortest player in the MAC, actually. (laughs) Pick one, man. Pick one. Hey, she's the tallest player in the MAC. She she got the she got the trophies to be the tallest player. You know what I'm saying? How was the last time a junior won MAC player of the year? That's the that's the question we should have. I don't know. I don't know, but I know that I don't think anybody in our program is like. Quinnipiac. Yeah, I can't. Say, I can't say. I have no yeah. answer either. But you graduated last year with yes. your undergrad degree, so you, you're a three plus one uh, grad student by yes. by credits, right? Yeah. So I'm a three plus one grad student. I actually my undergrads in criminal justice, and then I'm in the MBA program now. So. And you have that's the place to be, man. Yeah, that it is. is. Place to it be. really is. <laughs> so, and you have four members of your family in law enforcement yes. down in Maryland. Yes. Uh, we were able to pull that off the athletics website. Shout out, shout out Zerbinski. So uh, <laughs> obviously back in the blue is kind of, you know, what you represent and, yeah. and you yeah. know, how, you know, is that, is that a big 
factor for you in your life? Like, are you trying to follow in your family's footsteps and join law enforcement in some capacity? Yeah, 100%. Um, that's something I want to do. I want to be in uh, either state or federal law enforcement. Um, and then when, you know, once my career is finished at Quinnipiac, that's where I'll apply to um, positions like the APTF, Maryland State Police. I'd like to go back to Maryland. Um, but I do. I have four family members in law enforcement. Hopefully my dad's listening to this, so hi, Dad. But my dad is the sheriff of Carroll County, and he's a retired state trooper. Um, and I just respect what my family, you know, what they represent and they have, you know, served and they're protecting our community. And so, yeah, I, ba- I mean, Back to Blue is one of my, um, you know, it's something close to my heart. It really is. So are you trying to become out, go out and do active duty or are you thinking you're going to be more behind the scenes pushing pushing some papers and stuff like no, that? No, I'd like to be, I'd like to be active. I'd like to be out on the road. I'd like to be doing those things like that. Um I just, I really respect what they do, and I, I enjoy having something different every day. You know, I couldn't sit behind the desk. I mean, and that's why I love what you guys are doing, because you have something different every single day, you yeah. know, and I need that. And I and as a Division one athlete, I'm active every single day. Like, that's what I love to do that. So. Yeah, I don't want a desk job either. So <laughs> that's why we do what we do, <laughs> right? We do what we do. Yeah. I mean, like, who knew, like, 24 hours ago, I didn't realize I would be sitting next to the Mac Player of the Year and Jacob Resnick <laughs> in, a, in a tiny radio studio on in Quinnipiac, but... Uh, going back to Maryland, uh, yeah. that's that's the dream. Uh, yeah, would you, you know, going back to Maryland and going down south. Um, I'm a huge family person. Like I am huge on that. Like we get to go home for Thanksgiving this year. It's the first time in four years for me. Um, we get to go home for Christmas. Like I get emotional. I still cry when I leave my driveway. I want to make that clear. Like I still get emo- <laughs> every time I leave my house, I cry. And it's not that I don't love Quinnipiac. I just get so emotional because I'm such. I'm so close to my family. Like I told you earlier, like I played for my mom um, throughout my career as a basketball player, and then um, my dad and I are super close as well, and so are my brothers. So it, it's tough to kind of leave home. So I want to go back and at least live there for a while, and also. I don't have any money to be paying any rent, so <laughs> kind of need to live at home for a bit to survive right now. <laughs> so then, is basketball, you're going to ride the wave for as long as you can, or do you think this is, this is actually, you do technically have one more year after this if you yeah, chose to take it. Yeah, it's true, yeah. And what are you thinking so far? Yeah, um, I think it's a great opportunity to take a fifth year. Um, I think it's the smart move. Um you know, I want another chance to win a ring and, you know, getting this year, I don't think that's enough. So, um, I guess you'll have to see. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll All right. Unconfirmed, yeah. confirmed confirmation yeah. of a fifth year out of Mackenzie Dewey's three-time Mac Player of the Year. We, can we? Well, can, uh, let's not rush that can, far. We can, right. we, can, we, can, we can run that. We got Fordham tomorrow, so everybody yeah, pipe down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. You're focused, on, you're focused on getting down to the Bronx. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I, it's, it's so interesting with women's sports. You know, a lot of them... And and this is just to the fault of society and how it hasn't been as hyped up as yeah. as men's sports. It's that you get to the top level, and a lot of times that top level is college, and, yeah. it's, div- and it's Division One. Uh, outside of that, you know, there's two rounds of the WNBA draft, and of course that's going to be the best of the best in the country. I'm not so sure. I'm not going to say you can't do that, but I'm also going to say like you know this is the, the the dream could be far fetched in order to be able to accomplish that. Not the saying that you can't, mm-hmm. but. Uh, where do you think the pinnacle is for your basketball career? Where do you think you would be getting to the top? Like, what is the most you can give to the sport? 
Hmm. Wow. I did not expect that type of question when I came in today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jack Mate. <laughs> there you go. This is job. I don't know. I, you know, I, I have really have not thought about playing professionally. I think that it was always like get to college, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like it was really like get to college, play college basketball. Um, I think there's that opportunity and there's that realistic vision of like, yeah, I could play, you know, I could play overseas. I could, do, you know, do some damage there. Um, but I'd like to really live in the moment. Like I, I can't really look forward to that. Like, Heck, I still have an extra year, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I got to look forward to that. Um, But I keep talking about going back to the NCAA tournament. But I felt that my freshman year, and that is, it's just a great feeling. I mean, getting to be part of those 64 teams, that doesn't, I mean, there's 300 and some teams in the country, and I get to be one of the 64. So I I would say just for now, living in the moment and getting to play um, in the NCAA tournament is something I want to do. How many uh, years is your master's? For the MBA program? Yes. I'm in the plus one, so I have one year, so I'll have to do another master's program. Consider mm. sports journalism. Sports journalism. <laughs> master's. That's a one-year one program. It is, it is. And then, and then Trish will really love you. Uh, yeah. but she does love y'all, that's true, that's true. All right, we have a we have a bunch that we have to get to. Uh, do we want to do some NFL talk, or do we want to try to see who's the best shooter in the building right now? Ooh. We want to tease that segment. I don't know. I mean, the people can't see it, though. That's people can't see it, but you know what? We get to play... Against a Division One athlete, we this all is had, your time to shine. This is this, this is, is it. I always said before before COVID hit, I really wanted to do a three point contest against Taylor Hurd, knowing I would oh, get yeah. absolutely punted. Yeah, but yeah. it would still be funny to watch me absolutely fail and watch her absolutely kick my ass. <laughs> and now we you have to up that button real quick. <laughs> no, we're fine. We're good. Okay, all right. I didn't know uh, that word was. Okay. Yeah, it's the four letter word. Okay, all right. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> the FCC doesn't like. Continue. All right. So. Uh, we're all sitting in, in different spots. Oh, we're really doing this. I really think we are. I think doing so. It. He's right. got the papers we're out really ready. Ready. as well. All right. all right. So behind Jacob, Jacob's going to act as our uh, as our back judge. Okay. Uh, we have we have a trash can. It's just it's filled with a little bit of garbage, but nothing that would interfere with it going into the trash can. So sure. typical Mac and Main fashion. We're making the rules up as we go. So myself, Eric, and Mac will each get. Three shots three, from nice. where we are. You got fouled on a three-point attempt, and now <laughs> you have to try to convert, convert from the line. So, well, I'll I'll shoot from where Mac is. There you go. There's one. <laughs> There's Good one Lord. of your balls. Yeah, Jack's more of a, of a shooter. He's not really a facilitator. <laughs> I'm not a passer. I'm trying to I'm trying to make my convince Eric to let me join his um. I think, I think squad. Eric should go first. Eric, oh, no, you want me to go first? Rock, paper, scissors, real quick. Rock, okay. Paper, scissors. Right. That's the fair game. Are fair we game. all... Okay. Ready? Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Oh, that's Okay, special. well, Mac will go first. All right. I get to pick if I want to go oh, first. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. I'll go last. Okay. <laughs> so now you two have to all decide. All right, all right, all right. Oh, all right, you're, you're up. first, buddy. Going up, Eric. <laughs> Y'all made a mistake. Sit back. I thrive under the pressure. Winner goes first. No, no, no. Winner gets the pick. I thrive... Oh, I got to get the string this year. Here we go. Wow. Oh, 0 for 1. That went in. No, I'm kidding. Uh, was, where's, uh, sure, I have sound effects that I should be playing, but... <laughs> <laughs> all right, keep going, keep going. Oh, all I'm right, shooting all right, three at the same time. Yeah, you're going all three at the all same right. time, bro. There oh, we go. he's the backboard! <laughs> I called it. Oh, jeez. Oh, one for three. Eric goes one for three. That's tough. Line. All That's right. tough. Uh, is it me? It's oh, me. yeah, yeah, you're right. right there's yeah. two. Yeah, sorry, here, I'll move out of your way. Don't worry. Yeah, you actually switched spots with me here. Yep, that's fine. This is great radio. Yeah. Made for radio right here. 
She is. Tall. Good thing we have Depending someone. Good thing we have some, someone recording in the back. I'm a true 5'9". <laughs> She's like, she is tall, dude. Like, you're 5'8", at least. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a good. That'll be a good video. All right, Mr. Main, let's see what you got. All right, trying to do better than one for three here. He's gonna use the backboard. Main from downtown. Oh hey, my god! He calls it. Oh my god! He didn't call it though, so it doesn't count. But. Wow. Oh, I'm feeling pressure. Wow. I'm sweating now. <laughs> well, I'm already. Uh, Jack's Eric's already better Eric's garbage uh, three-point shooter. We're gonna go I until guess. there's a winner. Oh. Two for three. That was pretty impressive. Bear ball. Bear right. ball. Now for the the reigning Mac Player of the Year from the Quinnipiac University the Bobcats, Bobcats. Mackenzie DeWeese. Number 22. I gotta at least make one or my reputation just goes down the drain. Yeah. Oh, well, you better not lose to me. That's all you, I'm you, saying. You have a yellow jersey. <laughs> I'm though. nervous. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> she, she just pulled back. She did the old Hezzy from the line move, dude. We're in her head. We're in her head. <laughs> Oh! oh! 0 for 1. Okay, hey. alright, alright. Oh no! Oh, 1 for 3! Holy cow! I tied with a basketball, <laughs> NCAA women's basketball Jack player. Jack Jack Maine is somehow the best shooter. The standards are so low, Eric. You're like, I tied! You know what that means? That means I, I gotta shoot yeah. better than 48% from the field in my intramural yeah. season this year. Hey, hey, let's get on the real basketball court at some point and let's, uh, yeah, let's hey. run it up. Well, we can, make, we can make a Q30 segment out of that. We can do that. Yeah. We can do a little one-on-one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a mean pull up jumper though. I wouldn't. I would watch out, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Eric yeah, also has a mean pull. Up. I also oh, pull up jumper. Okay. Listen, right. yeah. I, I wouldn't sleep on Eric as a basketball player. Wouldn't dare. I know Mackenzie's a very tough defensive player though. No. Scrappy. I, uh, scrappy. I'm doing my moves against John Surratt, and John Surratt is not playing defense. <laughs> no, John he, sinks so it, he sinks into the paint. Let's be shooting. I want, threes, what do you? So. Yeah. What do you think John Surratt would be like as a basketball player? A total rebounder, right? Uh, no? He's more of a three-point shooter. Really? Yeah. 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 So it's a stretch five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like those at QU. Stretch we do. Vibes. We do. <laughs> stretch five. Could, does Michaela Morris have the, the ability to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She pops right. out. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. We All like right. our we like our face-ups. You do? Yeah. Do you have a blitz for six pulled up? I do. You do? You're going to run through the whole thing the real whole quick. Thing? And then we're going to end the end the rest of the show, right? Go ahead. Well, I guess Jack Main's putting the pressure on me. Blitz for six. Here we go. Big news all around the sports world. We start with another big sports star missing time for a positive COVID-19 test, and that is NBA star Joel Embiid. He's expected to be out for 10 days that are testing positive for COVID this morning. Total number of games he's expected to miss in that span is five, including tonight's divisional matchup against Jacobs. New York Knicks. Bing bong. Embiid becomes the fourth 76er to be sidelined with a positive case joining Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibel, and some guy named Isaiah Joe. Actually, I do have it pulled up here. All right, so, here all you right. go. Take the next one. <laughs> a Florida quarterback was going a bit too hard on the dance floor, which caused him to injure his knee at a team hotel. This was confirmed in a press conference with Gators head coach Dan Mullen. The quarterback, Anthony Richardson, was the team's starter before injuring his knee prior to their matchup against South Carolina. This was not Richardson's first time on the sidelines to heal this season. He was just cleared to practice last Thursday after suffering a concussion against against Georgia the day before Halloween. So, dude, don't just, you know, sometimes you don't have to teach anybody how to Dougie. You know what I'm saying? Rogers, Aaron Rodgers, discount double check, will be fine, but not suspended for violating the NFL's COVID-19 protocols. If you didn't know already, if you're living under a rock, Rodgers tested positive for COVID, but at the same time, he was also caught lying about his vaccination status. Oof. So saying that, he already received shots when he did not. 
The max amount of money Rodgers could be fined for this incident is $50,000. And we're going to end the Blitz on a little bit of a sad note as we're going to remember former New York Mets reliever Pedro Feliciano. Uh, he pitched for the Mets in the early 2000s, set a major league record for pitching uh, 344 appearances between 2007 and 2010, so just a three, four-season span uh, in that in that era. He posted a lifetime ERA of 3.33 throughout a nine-year career. He passed away at the low age of 45. I know he passed wow. away in his sleep, but um, it's, sad. it's still sad. Yeah. It's Rest still in really peace. Sad. One, of my, one of my favorite players growing up uh, when I first got into baseball. Uh, Love watching him pitch. I tried to pitch sidearm in Little League because of him. And uh, perpetual Pedro because he pitched every night pretty much. Yeah, so, that was a stick mm-hmm. name. Yeah, very sad. How much of the women's basketball roster do you have down? I mean, like, I, I we could we could do it. We could do this. I'm yeah. just kind of thinking of, we have about four minutes and change to okay. fill here. I want to play the game where we do, okay, I, I, just... I, I say a name of a player and you got to think of like an adjective to describe them. Oh, okay. okay. Does that sound all right? So we'll start off easy. I got the roster pulled up right you now. You got the roster? I wish I had some better music. Unfortunately, all I have is the blitz This is going to be funny. This I is going to be funny. Cr- I'm not sure what's going to come out of my mouth. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh no, boy. All good. Just Are we uh, playing Christmas music right I'm now? just playing. It's a little bit of background yeah. noise. Christmas you know music saying? starts November 1st. No. Just oh, to make wow. my God. Unless you oh. can find me a couple Thanksgiving songs. I don't know. Adam Sandler has one, but that's only one. Then we play something the turkey else. song? No. Why do you? Why? Why? No. Christmas. There's no Christmas Thanksgiving stars. songs, Jack. All right, anyway, let's let's get to what we're here for. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, we'll start off with number zero, Tierra White. Oh, super funny. Okay. Super funny? Is that, a, is that one word? Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, funny. Right, right. funny. How about this one? Ready? Rose Queso. Casso? Casso. Not Queso. Casso. She's mm. not cheese. Actor. Rose Casso. Actor. Yeah. Mm. I know that she's vegan. She is. I ran into her at the uh, at the fuel station. Couple weeks ago, she was like, "Yeah, I'm looking for the vegan meat." Oh, <laughs> she's super. She can like is such a good actor. I never know. Really? What's yeah, she plays on me so all the time. About that tough stuff. questions for her in press conferences. Yes. Number three, Haley Smith. Ooh, wow, this is. Gosh. <laughs> okay. I'd say Haley is quirky. Okay. Quirky. It's a good Dang. one. Dang. All right. All right. Amani Free. Ooh. Unique. Grace LaBarge. Goofy. Michaela Morris. <laughs> oh my gosh. How much time do we have? Top, top, <laughs> top notch. That's one word. That's a one word. Yeah. Top notch? What is top? Can we get a can we get a Michaela a Mackenzie Dewey's definition? I'd say she's always on top. She's always number one. She always th- she always thinks that she's like how do I explain it? Like she always she's thinks it. that she, she's it. She, yeah, she is. But in a good way. In a good way. She's like very confident. Jill Casey. <laughs> Jill, you see, like best Jill's friend. my best friend. Yeah. So I would say, um, loving. Okay. Number eleven, Cat Almeida. 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 Um, <laughs> I'm just notorious um, for trustworthy. Everything. Trustworthy. Jackie Grisdale. Sweetheart. Rose Caverly. Serious. Serious. Yeah. What baseball team is she a fan of? Somewhere. Uh, I don't even know. She's from Jersey, so. <laughs> We've been getting mixed signals with her uh, her hat choices. Yeah. Recently. Oh, we, I know. We, she's too. It, it's all over the place. Yeah. She's she just likes the flat brims. We yeah. think. <laughs> we've seen we've seen it's white all about socks. Style, style, style. We've seen yeah. white socks, Mariners, Dodgers. 
And then we also don't even know what basketball team she's a fan of. Celtics, Lakers. All over the place. Yeah. Variety. Yeah. Sajida Bonner. Um. Did I not do Sajida Bonner? You did no, not. I didn't. No, you didn't. I did Amani Free, yeah. Oh, gosh. I already used... <laughs> I already used funny. She's, she's just all over the place. Comical. Comical. Thank you. Yeah. Boom. Thank you. Curtiera Haywood. CT. Cute. She always does these cute things on the court. It's so funny. CT15. Yeah. Is that what Billy Mecca calls her? CT15. CT yeah. CT15. <laughs> Raven Douglas. Oh, gosh. She's chill. I like Ray. She's really chill. Okay. Have we run through the, the roster? Couple more. We do. Uh, Corin Moresti. Oh, Corinne. Corinne. Um, she is talkative. Mackenzie Helms. Swag. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. What about uh, assistant coach Brian? <laughs> Brian. Look, I want to make birthday? this comment. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. birthday Brian. I have Brian, to make happy this birthday comment. if you're listening, man. I have to make this Brian comment. Brian is the homie. Brian, I get on Brian because he'll wear like these Quinnipiac shorts and all of a sudden there's these Lululemon socks. <laughs> I'm like, really? where did you okay. get the Lululemon I've from? Never heard yeah. Of, never. His outfit choice is questionable. So his style is a different kind of style. It's questionable. <laughs> I, I didn't say it. Sorry, I it didn't could be too it. sad. <laughs> Huge thanks to Mackenzie Deweese for stopping by the studio. Great as always, never fails for a great soundbite. And I can now say I am a great. Sh I'm the. I'm a better shooter than the Mac Player of the Year. Wow! From yeah. and into me. the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> From the trash and our can. Makeshift basketball court. So huge <laughs> thanks to uh, uh, Mackenzie. Jeez Louise, talking about so many mix and max on your team. Uh, it happens a lot more frequently than you think. <laughs> so huge thanks to her. Huge thanks to the women's basketball team for letting her pop out today. That's gonna do it for us in the studio. If you guys ever miss an episode. Of the Mac and Main Show. You can always find it on wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, that sort of thing. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Mac and Main. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And as always, come back here Monday nights, 8 p.m. on the airwaves of 98.1 WQAQ. You're on you're on you're on social Mac Ball 22. Mac B Ball 22. Made it when I was in seventh grade, so I want to make that clear now. So yeah, Mac B Ball 22 on everything. So Mac B Ball 22. Give, her a, follow. A, give her a follow. Give her yeah. a follow. Yeah. Also, shout out to Jacob Resnick for sticking with us, folks. That's gonna do it for us in the studio this evening. Jack Maine, Eric Kerr signing off. Say something funny. Something funny. Somebody say something funny. Make Bing a joke. <laughs> Let's go Mets, baby. Over the Mets. Let's go Mets. <laughs>